These are troubling times on our nation's college campuses. And as leaders try to exercise tolerance, but also to protect the campus community from hate speech and insightful speech or inciting speech. Uh, This was really brought into clear focus in the op-ed page of the Detroit News as one of our fine leaders in higher education, Dr. Ora Hirsch-Petskovitz, the president of Oakland University, spoke her mind on this, and she joins us live this morning. Dr. Peskovitz, president, good morning. Good morning. I'm delighted to be here with you. The sub-headline on this, it's called a matter of principle, and you say the urgency for university presidents to speak out on moral issues. Have they done that to the degree that you think they should have, or is there a deficiency there? Are you calling it out? Well, I think that many university presidents have done that, and some have not. And um, I think that some have, uh, but maybe not in a timely fashion. So there's a variety of responses, and uh, many of them have really done a very good job, in my opinion. But uh, some, I think, were a little bit late to the game, and I think that partly contributed to some of the tension on some of our campuses. Dr. Peskovich, um, looking at your op-ed and the guiding principles that you that you think they should go by, that, that you go by, one of yeah, them... Yeah, those it, are what I go by. I just want to clarify, you know, I okay. think that um, maybe not everybody has to abide by right. what I go So one of them is distinguished between free speech and unlawful harassment. How do you do that? Well, that is really challenging, and as you might be aware... Uh, three prominent presidents from uh, elite universities uh, were in front of a congressional hearing yesterday, and this was really uh, the bulk of what they were facing um, before the grilling that they had yesterday. It's very, very challenging because, as you know, uh, free speech does include um, hate speech, and we, especially at public universities, do have to permit even speech that we don't like. Uh, But there is a blurry boundary between uh, hate speech, which is oftentimes very offensive, but when it devolves into uh, speech that then turns into violence and the unlawful harassment of either students or faculty or staff, or anyone, then um, it becomes impermissible. And then we, as the leaders of our public universities, have the right and the obligation to prevent it and to stop it. But it is, as I said, a very blurry boundary and one that is very, very difficult at times to manage. And that's really been uh, a part of the um, challenge on university campuses during these past seven weeks. So one of the things that I've been suggesting is that we have to counter this hate speech with a combination of more speech and mostly with education. Uh, President Peskovich, you wrote this. I I love it. It's called A Matter of Principle, and you give four principles, and there are so many good points here. You said, in your opinion, remaining quiet is tantamount to moral cowardice, and presidents and universities should come out and make statements. Yes. I mean, I think that, you know, our universities are places for myriad opinions and discussion and debate, 
and all kinds of opinions um, should be uh, really, really promoted on our campuses. And that is the purpose of universities. But there are certain things that the leadership should really come out and state at a higher level above all of that discussion. And that really is where I believe the role of the president is. And that's to address morality, not to discuss history, not yes. to discuss politics, but to address clear moral principles. Yeah, because silence is a form of speech. It's if you're not condemning, you are to a degree condoning. And that's, I, I think, a really important point to make. Um, in in terms of, of finding that blurry line, you say uh, there's, we have to have a willingness to allow for what might be construed as offensive speech, but not unlawful harassment. So, for instance, how do we put this into into work with this chant that we have so frequently heard from the river to the sea? Palestine must be free. I know you take that quite personally as a Jewish American. Yes, uh, and I try to use that as just one example um, because it is a slogan, and I use that in, in the op-ed as, as an example of speech which is permissible. It, and in fact, you could think of many other examples of hate speech which we and public universities must permit. But I think it's important to educate people who use speech that is hateful and offensive. So I try to use that as an example of something that is very, very hateful to me as a Jewish American, because I believe that many of the people who use that slogan don't really know what it fully means. They may not understand that what that means when I hear it is not only the destruction of the state of Israel, but actually destruction of all Jews. So if someone says that in my presence, what it means to me is actually genocide of all Jews. And one of the reasons why I think it's important to educate is that I would guarantee that a significant majority of our students who, in their protests, use that slogan, actually don't fully understand its meaning. Now, I would say that there are many leaders who do know its meaning, but many do not understand its meaning. And therefore, I think it's important to educate individuals who use the slogan to fully understand just how offensive it is to me. Because I would, I would really posit that many of those individuals, if they knew that they were saying it to me and that I understood it as meaning that they, they wanted my death, I think they would think twice right. about it too. And I think the idea of fighting hate speech and harassing speech with more speech mm-hmm. and more context is is the politics of addition rather than just subtra- uh, subtraction and, and censoring and silencing. And I think it's such a wise position you have taken on this, understanding that it that requires moral courage, too, because there's a lot of people that don't want to hear context mm-hmm. or hear the other side. Uh, President Peskowitz, we, we appreciate your leadership on this. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on with you and having an opportunity to further explain why I take these four positions that I take.